Okay, ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Um, good evening. Oh, we still are not on mute. Good evening. I'm happy to hear you. <laughs> um, that was nice. Um, so actually, we were discussing last night uh, the Yom Kippur War. And again, Rabbi Freelander, when he was talking about everything, uh, the, it's an amazing thing that the besides the fact of how we should be viewing Hashem, really everything in our lives is Hashem. As I actually mentioned in the Tehillim class this morning, um, that when we go back to tomorrow's after 10 plus weeks of doing the Tehillim, and for all those who who literally did not miss a day, or were there 99% of the time, it's tremendous chus that so many people daily said Tehillim, um, you know, and when I when I mentioned that that that, that, that the Tehillim will be will be ending when we go back to to Shul on Friday, Meretz Hashem, I did note, and this is true, that the, the way Hashem made it right now, it's an amazing thing. Whether it's these um, uh, terrible events, uh, and 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 again, the peace, peaceful protesters, I think there's there's what to protest, and our adjustments have to be. I do think that uh, the uh, on the whole, the police force on the whole. Uh, should be our best friends and commended. They keep us safe, and certainly not even the average, the overwhelming majority of the police for- force uh, around the country are probably from the best and most loyal citizens. Uh, they definitely had bad apples, and that that bum uh, in Minneapolis of a police officer, and those who are his accomplices, are that. But these riots and the destruction and the pandering and everything that's going on with it, I'm not saying pandering with things that should be adjusted, but uh, just the whole uncertainty. I mean, I saw today actually a, a warm welcome to Mrs. Malka Reader. I feel like it's old day, old, the old times seeing her name on the sheer. Um, I saw today that the, the, the head of the city council of Los Angeles wants to cut, this is the head of the city council, wants to cut uh, the funds to the police force because they've been too violent. I don't know what, what too violent is. I all I know is that LA and especially the Jewish community have, have got uh, tremendously damaged. I, I, I would be uh, I, you want to cut the police force. I think you should expand them. Now again, if there are issues, you deal with it. But but I'm not going to discuss what the news. What I am going to discuss is that this situation, even when it simmers down and it will simmer down to an extent, is certainly uh, going to be most likely through the election. Uh, to whatever extent it will be, and probably for some period afterwards, because uh, there are people who have a vested interest in continuing it. Besides, again, there are merits, the, and I don't want to take away from any of the merits of uh, the situation of things that need to be fixed, but there are people who have vested interests in you know, keeping uh, these type of things on, on the fire. And the COVID situation also, it has not disappeared. Uh, just today in Eretz Yisrael, they had to reclose many of the yeshivas again, uh, even though they left the kolos open because the kolos are older people. They have social distancing, and so many of the schools closed down uh, as well. And, and you know, going forward, this uh, feeling of I would just call it instability, of not being in control, uh, not being able to rely on whether it's government or the police, or or our health. You know, we started this class over 10 weeks ago. And one of the things I said then, and I'll read it right now, is that 
with all of this anxiety, and then was even greater, the danger today is still very much there, but it's much less. I mean, we, we know much more about COVID. The treatments are better for COVID. Uh, that there's already social distancing in place. And many things are, will be, you know, it's, it's much, I would say, in theory, much less dangerous, but not disappeared. And it can always come swinging back. But having said that, the, with all the, the anxieties and fears and dangers, uh, there's a tremendous opportunity of Kiras Hashem. And one of the things we said yesterday is that, you know, Hashem put us in a certain place at a certain time. And there's that opportunity for that. And if we're here now, and we're living in a world where even when we go back to normal, when the shul is opening, and people are going to go back to work because they have to, there's going to be this feeling of instability. That's how it... So, bitachan then becomes not only something that's needed just to breathe. You know, it says at the end of time, Tzadik that the righteous will live with faith. And I've said many times, living does not mean uh, physically, it means spiritually. You cannot live unless you have faith. You, you'll be, your person will be nervous what's going to be next, how it's going to be. And a person of faith lives differently. But it's not just that. It's that Hashem, if the world is like this, what Hashem wants from us, therefore, is to be working on our faith constantly and to have this continued feeling of, you know, we need Rachamim Hashem. We need and to be aware of Hashem. And really, even when life is good and dandy and things are wonderful, that 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 is how we're always supposed to uh, be be feeling and be and recognizing that everywhere we are and everything that happens, uh, we're totally dependent on Hashem. We should be totally thinking about Hashem. And as discussed, and uh, discussed, and I'm going to hold you on this. We said the past two nights, you know, following news and predictions and reports that this must happen, this will happen. Um, uh, you know, who's going to win elections, uh, what the stock market's going to do, will there be a vaccine, the, again, the, the daily uh, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, like, and every day is almost a contradiction, you know, today the vaccine may not work, tomorrow the vaccine will work, the next day this way, and like, with all of all, all of that, it's, it's we've only what to rely on Hashem, and to know that we're, we're supposed to do our part, and that's not to forget about Hashem. Uh, and as mentioned, when you when you when, when all when our gods are the news and the predictors, and, the, and, the, and I say gods, I mean that's where we put our faith in. Uh, that's where we 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 we're assured, we rest assured that if this happens, all is good. And and, and you know, um, you know, I, I'm going to be very frank. It it, it could be uh, when it, when everything goes back to normal, and that the this shelter in place may have saved lives in one way, and the long-term effect may be way, much worse. Uh, I, I don't think, it, it, uh, you know, forgetting how long, but in, in theory, the shelter in place should have made sense. Uh, it probably looks like it saved lives as of now, but who knows? It could the, the, the sociological, economic damage uh, could have been, it could have been the dumbest thing this country's ever, the world's ever done. We'll find yeah. out, over, uh, at least to an extent over time. Um, but but all of this, you know, all of this rea- reality, it's, you know, we don't know if we shelter in place, if we do this, there's no guarantees, any of this. If Israel does sovereignty, by the way, in the next few weeks, is there a window to do sovereignty in Israel? could be it's a great thing, it could be it solidifies the borders of Israel, and it could actually permanently damage the state of Israel uh, in, the, in the liberal 
Western world. I mean, especially if Trump would lose, it could have permanent damage and endanger uh, whatever peace they sort of have with Jordan and Egypt. So in life, we always need to make any decision in life. Just we fool ourselves. And now, really, uh, as we, the, the feeling that we should be having is um, wherever we're in, both in the world and ourselves, we're in the right place at the right time for us to be successful. So, again, I'll pick on Mrs. Reader, who uh, is on the, on the call tonight. Um, she's in Los Angeles. I would, uh, uh, you know, it's certainly a, not too far from her own house. There are real dangerous, you know, not protesters, but rioters at times. Uh, you know, if Hashem put her there at this moment, then she has even more of an obligation not to be scared of the protesters, but to think more, I mean, obviously be wise, but to think more of Hashem. And Hashem makes everything in a situation for us. And we mentioned stuff like, if the Yom Kippur War started on the day of the greatest racham, the greatest day of, uh, of mercy, the Egyptians thought it was a brilliant thing to attack on Yom Kippur because they would be fasting, they were off the front lines, but no, Yom Kippur is a day. Now there's a, there's a debate in the Talmud what's the holiest day of the year. And is it Yom Kippur? Is it Shabbos? And the Pashtas of the Gemara is that Shabbos is actually the holiest day of the year. It doesn't mean it's the most important day. Uh, and that arguably is Yom Kippur. But the most sanctity, the most Kedusha it has. But the day of greatest Rachamim is Yom Kippur. Right? The day of, of Hashem's mercy on the Jewish people is Yom Kippur. And of all days to attack the Jewish people, it was on that day, and we discussed why in general we're always judged on the holidays, because we have the most merits. We're at our best on those days. And that's something we've discussed the past few couple weeks, that the more merits we have, the more, uh, not only we talk about, but the more Yeshua's, the more redemption, the more bracha we could hope to see in, in, our, own, in, our, in, our, in our very life. And therefore, the t- judgments that Talmud says is on Pesach, on Shavuos, on Sukkot, so on the Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, because we are at our best. Don't you want to be, you know, judged on our best? And that's the day we were attacked on Yom Kippur. So then we, we pointed out that Rafilin was talking to the Shiva, and he said, and even though the, they were been 17 days old when, when, they, when he was saying this, that we have to realize that right now we're still in this judgment. And that therefore, we still have to have this reality is like Ni'ila time. That when you're at Ni'ila, it's Imlo Achshav Emasai. That right now it's when, when, when it matters. Right now things are super duper important to make sure that we're really thinking the way we're supposed to think. And in general right now it's it's the same it's the same uh, the same reality. And you know it's actually just you know just on a personal level but very personal over this year. You know I remember when I was dating my wife and when I realized it, it was going to get serious I literally, the whole time I was dating, I started to feel like Yom Kippur. I had this like feeling every day I was davening that everything should go smoothly. And it happens to be when you're, when the, the biggest hashkacha, the biggest divine providence, is certainly who you marry if you're doing things correctly. But I remember that feeling like, even though, even when I got engaged, it wasn't like until you're married, until you're done, like you feel, I, I was davening extra hard. Everything should go smoothly. And, you know, because you feel like, you know, who you marry, um, you know, it's everything is on the line. You know, it's all, it's all, it's all there. It's all there. Now that I'm a parent, I start thinking of my kids as well. Like, 
know, and you're a parent, you start thinking, oh my goodness, this kid, this kid. Like, you feel like, and, and the decisions they're making, do they realize, are they, con- are they cognizant, are they aware of this? Um, but it's that feeling that if, you're, you're getting, this is the biggest decision you're going to make in your life. I always say this, whoever you marry, that's the biggest decision you will make of your, of your life. That's who you'll share eternity is. There's no bigger decision than that. And, and literally, I look back when I think how I was davening, when I was dating, when I realized it was, you know, in, in, in that whole process, it was really of uplifted because I felt the whole time my entire future was going to be judged. I felt it. I felt that if I'm going to marry this person, this is like, I, I can't, you know, again, you have, I had to be talk on if it was meant to be done today, but I felt the, 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 the all of that. And when you're in this time, Sister Freelander, imagine the is extended right now. You need to see that right now it's a point period of, of, of judgment. You're being judged. You know, the person has to feel like this is even Akshav Emasai. Right now is when we need to have a talk on. Right now is when we need to have merits. Right now is when we need to make a transformation. Right now is when we have to better and, and, and improve, improve our lives. And he says the following thing, in a Dayman HaShpal HaNefesh, there's no comparison, there's no, you can't compare the, the, the influence, the HaShpal on a soul Right? Even, like, it, one is theoretical. One is something you know about. Another thing is you, it's, it's, you're seeing it's experiential. It's much worse when you, or, or much more profound or much more powerful or inspiring when you, when, it's, when you see it, when you experience it, when it's in front of you. Um... And even though you know it's there, and you know it's true, it's 100%. What did Hashem say to Noach? This is actually the Lashon of Zayar. Um, Noach comes out, off of the ark, out of the Teva, and he looks around, and the, the Gan Sevelt, the entire world, is destroyed. And Noah is looking, there's no more people in the world but for the people on the ship. There's nothing, there's no houses, there's no, there's nothing. Actually, the entire atmosphere of the world had changed during the flood, Chazal tell us. Right? All, everything, everything, the world that he had seen was completely and totally annihilated. The, there was not one building left, not one house left. The, the land had shifted, the land had changed. The atmosphere had changed. The people were gone. Nothing left. The Almar Noach says, "Rebayinu Shalom, Hashem, Nikras Rocham. You're called Rocham. You're merciful. Hayalalarachem al briosecha. You should have had mercy on your on your creatures and your people." Hey Shiva, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Almar. Hashem says to Noach, "Ra'iyashtiya." Hashdamata, are you a are you a dumb shepherd? Now you're saying this. Lama lo Why didn't you say this? Why didn't you pray when I told you the world was going to destroy? Now you're going to do this. Now you're going to cry about it when it's too late. Post facto, after the fa- after the fact. It's you that I saw. Why didn't you pray beforehand? And afterwards, I, I, I brought the marvel. And I told you before, make the teva, and the teva, and I delayed you. Um, 
Why did it, the Zohar says, why is it delayed? That you should ask for mercy. And for the time I told you, it's a very powerful Zohar. The Zohar says, for the time I told you, there's 120 years to build a Teva. You didn't ask mercy for the world. You made a Teva. You made the Ark. You were saved. You open, you sh- uh, 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 and now the world is, is that when it's done? <laughs> now you're davening? I, I, you know, one of the things I always say about Neil, don't daven tomorrow, daven tomorrow, but daven now. When, you, when Yom Kippur is over, it's worth less. You know, you get daven for the, the, the riots in six months from now, and you're daven for COVID after the things are cha- changed. You know, pe- a person's spouse, a relative, no one like this is sick. You know, wait six months for the daven. Now, then you're going to daven. What's post facto? Now t- you should have daven immediately. Or even better, if you can see Ezra Chacham, you already see the. I had, I was dealing with me today for two hours. I had a situation with more than one person. I said, this is a no brainer. You know, is a. Someone asked me to get involved in a deal that went bad, and I was uh, a little bit of a rabbi mediator, the whole thing. I said, this is the, w- 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 where this will end up. Where this will end up is, is for sure it's heading toward, you have two ships going at each other at night, it's going to crash. So, you, so you're going to fix it after you crash? After people are dead in the water? After the ships have sunk? <laughs> then you're going to fix it? Now, I always tell you to do actions to, to, to not crash. Uh, because you can see it sometimes. It's, it's headed your way. You see the, you see the tide. But it, it, if it was the right thing, I would have said pray. You, know, it, I mean, you can't pray and do no actions. We gotta pray your head off, right? You gotta, now is he gonna do it? No, no, you didn't do that. You never pray. You never pray. By the way, on this zayar, the 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 haftorah, the haftorah for Noah. It's frightening haftorah, Amish. So it's in Yeshaya Perak Nundalid. And um, it's taught, in Yeshaya was telling them they better do tshuva and not get the base of Mikdash destroyed before it's too late. Right? You know, Yermios is in there. They were crying, Echa. They were crying in Echa after the destruction of the first base. She said, How do you cry before the base of Mikdash was destroyed? Why now are you crying? Should have done this beforehand. So Yeshai is telling them, Davin now. Yeshai is a few generations before you me all. Don't wait. Don't wait. And he said, Ki noyach, noyach For like the waters of Noah shall speak to me, as I have sworn never again to pass the waters and over the earth, so as I, you know, he won't totally destroy the Jewish people, the world for the sins. But it's called May Noach, the flood of Noach. Noach's flood? Noach is the one who causes flood? Noach was a tzaddik. He was the righteous person. He was the one who was saved. He was the one, Hashem said, tzaddik hasalach lafana, he's, he's a tzaddik. He's the one who caused the flood? No, no, no. Yeah. No, at some level, Noach, had you prayed? Had you done your job, Noach, this flood could have been averted. Even though you were the only tzaddik, Noach. There weren't even ten people to save there. 
And Avram, when he prays, realized that, that in Genesis of Noach, there was not a minion of people. And, and Noach doesn't. It says in Freeland, Yishlahavin, Maduabak Bokhanoyach al Khurban Rakla Akashiatim Teva. Now, it happens to be, I just want to do something. The Mepharshim all say on the Zayar and on this May Noach, for sure Noach prayed. And Noach did Kirov, but he didn't, he prayed like a, a fait accompli. This is what I mentioned the other day. If you think the world is set a certain way, or think you're set a certain way, or your reality is what it is, then you, then you daven because you have to daven. Of course, you daven for the world, I gotta daven for COVID, I gotta daven for the riots, I gotta daven for my, for my marriage, for my children, for my parnasa. Like, oh, I wanna be a Torah scholar. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna be a Pachavat Sayyam. Not going to be the Rebbe Chaim Kinevsky, and not going to be a Baron Cutler. It's all Davin, but you know, I'm not going to Davin. You know, I, 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 the, the, the Noach didn't cry like he cried afterwards. That's the time on him. He didn't cry. Like I said, I said thing with the Briskarov about World War II. The Briskarov said that Yushalayim was, that Israel was not conquered because in, he never saw them cry in Warsaw. Again, I would never such a, say such a thing. But he, he was in Warsaw in 1939. And he was in Israel in 1941. He had escaped. And he said, had they cried like that, and Jews had cried, they would, could have been saved. Uh, again, I'm not going to say that, but the British did. did. Um, she says, but why did he cry afterwards? It's so funny. The time it was, the, 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 what Noah messed up, is he should have cried ahead of time like this. But what, what made him cry afterwards, says our freelander? Harishah the Teva, who's in the, 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 in the Ark, for a Gansayar, a Shana Tamima, Vyayada Hitiv. He knew very well the ship is swinging, things are going on in the ship. The water, they, they open the thing, there's water around the whole world. It was raining when they went on. He knew there was a Mabel Moira. She called Nevroim Ashar, Prehadim Avad Elo. He knew that everyone else was going to die. Ashanishu Bateva, Nimchov, Kalam, and Oil, all destroyed. He should have been crying the whole time on the ship. Let him cry on the ship. There's no comparison. Whenever you see with your own eyes a tragedy or something that happens, and of course inspiration even more so, you can't compare something which, which, which is like a data point in your head. Oh, this happened or it didn't happen exactly. We're seeing it or experiencing it in front of you. Even though 100%, Noach knew 100% what was going on outside. But he didn't see it. He didn't see it until he got off the table. He only cried afterwards. Now, again, the war is still going on. Don't give a word. Thousands of Jewish children were murdered, taken prisoner, uh, maimed, damaged, and they were still in danger. Um, the, the, the terrible realities of, of, of the battle. And again, by now, over Sukkot, as we discussed yesterday, the war changed radically from Israel being a big loser to be Israel on the verge of being a big winner. And when they would stop the war, actually Israel was full steam ahead uh, into Syria and had totally surrounded uh, the third Egyptian army. But they ended the war. But the, <laughs> they say, 
don't you now now you know we tell after the word to David now there are Jewish soldiers in, 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 in danger. And you should feel that danger, feel that 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 and you should open your eyes now. And you know what it is? You could be the Menoch. Not you, but the, the, these Bachram and us today. I mean, if, you, if we underestimate our prayer, or our staka or our Torah, or our mitzvahs, it could be that, I'm not, I'm, it's not a joke, the Gemara says that you and I could be the one person that changes the world. Mamish! <laughs> Literally, changes the world. Or changes our family. Or fix, saves, saves our community. Uh, and so the truth is, even right now when we see Hashem's Hanhog and the whole Yom Kippur war that it started Yom Kippur, literally, like within days, we were existentially in terrible danger, terrible, terrible danger of complete annihilation, not nothing less, to flipping the whole thing around, and and the people who did it. You know, Mrs. Tackers on the on the call. We had a discussion about how good or bad Kissinger was. Was he good or bad? At the end of the war, war certainly he had his own uh, agenda. But the fact is, is that he was the one who started the arms ship, and then Nixon continued it. Watergate was going on. Russia. I mean, there's a million things that had to happen. You know, I, re- I remember many years ago uh, when I when I was uh, when I was a teenager, I had my my one of my my assistant basketball coach. It was Mike. That's last name right now. Uh, he's like a big guy, like six whatever, and he was not. It was not an observant Jew, and I was once driving us to a game. I was, it was actually it was my junior varsity, so I was in ninth and tenth grade for junior varsity. So varsity when I got older, and we was playing against the Christian leagues, the private school leagues. Um, so he says to me, actually, I, I was a little bit. Fortunately, I had a little bit, of, a little bit of knowledge then. He says, ah, I don't believe it, you know. So I said to him, I you know I, I don't know why he said this, and I said I wasn't in speaking of a Pesach or Sinai. I said, how do you not believe? Like, you look at the Six Day War, the Seventy Three War. How do you not believe? Like how do you see that and not believe? You know, I I want to see something in context. So he says to me, Oh, Kissinger said this and this and this. I, he literally had like he said like, and I, I was always decent in history. So I said to him, Now let me explain to you something. You mean to tell me that at the right moment. Kissinger thought this way. Nixon thought this way. Russia thought this way. And in the Six-Day six War, this happened. And, and everything works out perfectly. And you don't see God? Like, and, and, and at that point, Israel was surrounded. And how about 1948? Who helped that then? How do you explain that? The, the 600,000 Jews had 300 million Arabs and Muslims surrounding them wanting to kill them. Right? And how that happened. Like, he had no answer. I said, tell me one coincidence or two coincidences. You tell me you're in America or China, you're a superpower. These are, this is a, this, you know, this is nothing. 600,000 people. There's, there's a million and a half people. Uh, almost two million people. I shouldn't say that. Two million people in 67. You're telling me two million Jews. That's the, the thing? And I, I, remember the, I remember the guy I couldn't say anything. Well, it's, they got lucky. Okay, okay, I didn't get lucky once or twice. Every single time. Certainly us who have glasses where we can see Hashem everywhere in the world because we're not biased. Babirus uh, and he says, and here we, here's talking yeshiva. Yeshiva bachar, you know, lani tayyado. You know, they're, they're, living, they're living Hashem's Torah every day. Of course they're going to see Hashem. But we're still, so 
you know, Noach's also learning Torah on the Teva. He's also learning Chesed all day on the Teva. But is he, did he get the message? Did he, did, did he wake up to, to, to do what he was supposed to do? It's not, was it the Bechiyah before or after? Are you crying now? Are you realizing that now is the time and now is a chance? If you want the, the right endings for all of this, if you really want to make sure, you have to see it now. You have to daven now. You have to, it has to be that reality now. now I, and when I mentioned the, the, the difference when the, when the Battle of Al Alamin happened, one of the greatest upsets in the early in the war, that the Germans lost in Egypt and therefore did not go into Israel. Um, when they were crying, I said, you can't really compare Warsaw to Jerusalem because when they were crying, they had seen what happened to Poland. So when they were davening, they were seeing Auschwitz. I mean, Auschwitz would, would open a few months later, but they were seeing ghettos and Jews being shot dead in the street in their eyes. They were able to visualize that. I suppose, so who knows what the Nazis are going to do? Maybe they're all talk, it's bluff, it's blunder. Right? When you see it, when you see it, you know, when that, that's why, you know, I, I, I believe that one of the reasons why when you're by the, the uh, uh, sick person, you're davening, you take away some of their sickness is because it's a different davening. When you, when you visualize a person in front of you, you see them in their de- sick in their bed, you, it's a different prayer than, you know, not, and therefore it says, we aren't always there to see this. Right? You know, if you want to be a Torah scholar, uh, you know, one of the reasons... Uh, that you know, you have pictures of Rabbanim or great peoples. You want to visualize greatness. You want to see greatness. This is why you are in Echaroya Esmaracha. See your teachers. Right? You got to visualize things in life. When you visualize it, you're more motivated to do it. I tell them right now. While this is hot, while this is now, you got to daven. The after is too late. Kamosha Kosev Kohelis. It says in the cross, better to go to a house of mourning than a house of rejoicing. Because everyone dies. Dying is, is, is until, until people will die. But, and, but if you go to a house of mourning, what will you, what will you benefit? Right? Well, what's, what it means it's better to go? Oh, it's better to go. Are we, are we morbid? No, but you'll gain something. You'll put your heart there. It's amazing. You know how you'll transform? You know how you'll change yourself? The the living will put their heart there. You'll think, I'm going to die one day. I'm also temporal. You're in a cemetery, and you're looking at the graves. Guess what? One day you'll have a grave. That, That visualization could allow a person to transform himself at some, at some level. Just going to a cemetery, actually, in that article I wrote a few weeks ago, I, I noted this, that the, the, the minug is, you leave a cemetery in a different exit than the entrance was. And you came in, if it, it, like, when I go to Coma, there's one, there's the, I take the back exit out. Um, and the same thing in Oakville, there's two ways to go also. Um, you know, in Los Gatos, where they actually inherently have to go, you go in and out a, a different way, but that's not the same same entrance, same, same door. Um, but it's it's not just it's because you're supposed to have made change yourself at some level, and and how do you do it? It's not enough to go to a cemetery. It's enough to go to a house in the morning. It's not it's it's it's, it's not enough. 
you need to think there and to see that's the, this is what happens to every person none of us live forever you're not forever young right? you, we, all, we, all, we all have a, a, a limited time in this world and, and no, there's no guarantee for, for any of us that it's going to be 121 years He's a Rakhaschalos And that's just the beginning. First it says, you have to go to a base uh, thing to see Saif Kol Adam. And then what does the Apostle say? That's the beginning of contemplation and cogitation. And afterwards is the obligation. To put it to your heart. To make, to make that, to, to transform us don't don't look outside today. This is for all of us, you know. And just say, you know, okay, this is happening. No, we we should be transforming ourselves and putting ourselves. Quite frankly, you know, my, the Highland bikes across the street. The lady told my wife today. I know she, she probably is downtown somewhere. That they, so many of her friends own small businesses there, and they all had to board up their stores and close them because of these riots, and how depressed and sad they finally could open their stores. You know, when you're experiencing something, even something which is financial, which is not the same as life and death, uh, you know, when, 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 you, when you're in the hospital, when, you, when you're looking at the world, uh, you know, I think, I forgot which God was saying, Isaac Sherry said, he never understood him, he came to America. He said he would come visit, Isaac Sherry was a shiva of Slobodka, before the Holocaust, uh, and he said, come to visit America. The people would read a newspaper, and they'd be reading about, whatever, a tragedy. They'd sip their coffee. <laughs> sip their coffee. Like, nothing happens. Like, go on it. You know, like, not, like nothing, like, no big deal. You know, my wife, at the beginning, I, when I'd come back, and she'd tell me she can't, don't tell her at night, because she couldn't sleep at night. That's, it bothered her so much. It happens to be, she... You know, I did her own things, but if a person saves you, let's say you're like that, it bothers you, but you don't transform yourself, that's not enough. It's not enough just to not sleep at night. It's not enough to be bothered. It, it, it has to be transformative. And transformative sometimes means to change ourselves and, and, and to change the way we view the world and how we connect to Hashem. And transformative at other times or, or concurrently means to um, pray and to do Right and 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 to, and to realize that this is the law or this is my shot, or I'm dating, I'm going to get married, or I'm not going to marry this girl, or you're raising a child. You know, you raise a child, you get a few mistakes. Every child gets a few mistakes, but some mistakes you don't get to make. Right? Some things just you you do, and there's no going back, or the the, the road back is a long way back because you put them in a situation which would spiritually or physically endanger them. It could be a long road back, and I've seen this. I'm sure you've all heard or seen this, right? Or you're making a business decision, and, the, and, and, and you, you, you hurt yourself, or a professional decision, or you drop out of school, whatever it is. You know, there are decisions where there's an ELO reality. And that ELO is you do it now, or it doesn't. You, you've missed the boat, or you've damaged your ship, or the ships crash, and then you can't fix everything anymore. Because, and you could have seen the crash coming. Or you look at the news and you don't just read coffee and you maybe even follow your body, but you do something about it. 
You know, after 120, which is 100%, this is 100% for all of, you know, we discussed two nights ago uh, that the, the main obligation is on the, the Torah Jews because we, we have the context. We have the knowledge. 100% that what you and I and every other from Jew are doing, 120% I put you in this time. What did you do? You didn't go to Minya for 10 weeks? You didn't, you were sheltered in place? You looked at the world? What did you do? Not that how did you feel? How do you feel? Step one. What did you do? Did you change your dominant? Did you cry? Did you did you did you did your mitzvahs improve? Most importantly, as we discussed, did you have a moon? Did you realize that everything comes from Hashem? But which, which of course, is the catalyst for improvement in mitzvahs and in prayer. Here's a sikkim on this little section. I'll be talking about. So just do that. Hanhalosh Hashem isparach shneskala inyanenu bichol imei amalchamis. Shmuel says this. Seeing Hashem during the war, in the period before, I feel like swayed with COVID. It's more, I can give you shears, you know, a, a thousand shurim on Amuna, on faith, on divine providence, and how all of the wise men of Israel, all these generals and joint chief of staffs, and directors of intelligence missed the boat in the Yom Kippur War. And I actually discussed that two years ago on Yom Kippur, and when we were talking about how you can sin and miss the boat. They missed the boat. They were so blinded that they completely missed this huge um, troop movement on the Egyptian border and Syrian border. What was going to happen? And they endangered the whole, of the, the, all the two million people in Israel. They could have been... See that what was going on? Anyone who has a seichel could have seen that. How in the world did they let that happen? Bisman when the war started, and everything that happened at this time, and you know this one's happening, and this in the, in the world events, and the fact that Jordan didn't join in—it was the craziest thing. Had Jordan joined, there would have been a third army in there, and they didn't believe Egypt this time because the '67 war, Egypt lied to them. So Jordan did, had Jordan joined also with a three-front war in the beginning of the war. They were in totally in, in terrible, terrible, even worse danger. Anything that happens. And the fear that what could be happening right now, all the difficulties and challenges and hardships that happened before we overcame the enemy. When we were losing when, when, when in, the, in, in the war rooms of Israel, they're talking about using nuclear weapons. When Dayan said, Chorban Habayis, this destruction of the third temple, um, before all that, all of the pandemonium, and we only won, or he didn't have one, but we got successful. We needed to have help from outsiders. And again, that was a different, we would discuss this. Ma'amalachim v'asar, who were forced, forced, the IDF, who we have a car so tells we appreciate, but they were forced to say, it's not, we don't do it. It's not all up to us. This was a sheer, he says. Every step of the way of this whole war, every step that we're living, is a sheer that's much greater than any theoretical amun amitachon. Much greater. It's there to first of all break our arrogance that we know best, that we have all the answers, that God can just need a little help from God not to mess us up. 
in our own belief, in our own power, in our own strength. And to know and to be truly aware um, there's everything Galloway uh, publicly and privately everything the Jewish people from our beginning we, we do not follow the regular laws of history in nature we are always dependent on Hashem that's why we're compared to the moon we wax and wane and we're dependent on our Kaddish Barcho on this shear, it's not that the Yom Kippur word is being a shear. It hurts. You know, it's it, sometimes you you, you learn from life. It, it's a painful shear. It didn't you know? It didn't come easy such a shear. Uh, and lots of pain. Many thousands of Jews were, were murdered or maimed. In the, in the in the battlefield, we need to know to know and to believe. Behold, with all of our hearts, it's to give us in the soldiers who died of protecting Jewish people. They all have their own reward. Uh, but but to know that that Hashem had us in mind, this should be transformative. Uh, uh, this should change us. It's to wake us up. And to to think about it that ultimately we're saved. It was through pain. He says, if this is what it took to wake us up, if this is how. How sick we were! How spiritually numb and dumbed down our own emuna and Hashem is, our own inner connection in depth is. Sometimes you have to amputate. Sometimes you need a root canal. Sometimes a person needs to be, you know, God forbid, you know, there are people who divorce wakes them up, death wakes them up, uh, and it's not. Just a collateral. It, it wakes them to other accidents, fired from jobs, disappointments. But this is a war. And he says, how much it needed to us, and that's such a painful thing to do it. And of course, there is a, a divine providence for every single soldier, for every person who suffered. And that's that. It's parallel tracks over here. Tafkidinu Atta. Therefore, he says the following thing. We need to, to be uh, 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 to delve into this. That we should be mischazik ourselves into everything, mamish everything in the world. The Gansavelt, the whole world comes and, and functions only from Hashem. And to return to Hashem with a whole heart. Now he's he's talking in the Tapishim in Eretz Israel in Israel. And to strengthen ourselves in Torah Kiyomitzus, im chasus shalom lo is orla shkafon achoyna. And he says the following thing: If we don't fix ourselves, that blood that was spilt was for no reason. Means it again. Those soldiers or those people had their own cheshbonus and Hashem in His wisdom, but it's spilled in vain. Right? It's spilled in vain. 
Because really, it's the same thing, I think, this whole COVID, if we don't change, not only did we miss the boats, but the world, it would happen for nothing. For no reason. The whole point is that the world should be transformative and be better and think more about Hashem. The truth is we should think about to strengthen ourselves spiritually to go up in Torah and fear of God and the more that we're, we, we better ourselves and, and, and more cognizant the more we improve ourselves and better ourselves the more siyat and redemption and salvation we have and this really uh, actually, this ends as part of Chaim Freeland's book on Bitochan, but it really is a message for us. We, you know, I, I, again, I'm not. We're going back to Shalom Friday, and I got my my own hashkocha, my own divine providence. Um, you know, with the upcoming move and a lot of people's um, needs, and I have to really weigh out what I have to do this weekend um, and, and stuff like that, but. With all of us here, you know, learning this for the past ten weeks as well, um, it, Hashem spoke to all of us as as a, as a nation. He spoke, but for all of you here who have heard the shir, either all or some, this is a message for us all. And COVID caused a tremendous and the riots to a, uh, which is more recent um, and more limited uh, uh, to an extent as well. Uh, you know, caused a tremendous damage to the world. Uh, and, and, and it could even cause at some level spiritual damage. People being home, uh, people being cooped up, some people learned less. But it, 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 like everything else, it was Hashem waking us up in, in, in the world. And all of the assumptions of what we imagine, how many people's, I remember talking about people's Pesach plans being changed. How many people's jobs and summers and, and ideas and weekends and and, and you know, when they'll get to show some people so much is going to change. Right? Our obligation is now, if this period continues and Hashem, for whatever reason, uh, has not made a cure, even as you go back to a normal life or whatever thing. And the same thing, by the way, with the rides on a much lower level, I, I have no comparison right now in my mind. Uh, but it is comforting, especially for parts of LA or New York or Washington, D.C. or uh, Minneapolis, Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, etc. Uh, you know, and it could be even dangerous for some of those places, and, and it mentioned. But it's for us, if we take this opportunity, we will bring merits for the world. The greatest loss of the world, it, the worst thing that ever could happen to the world, and the worst thing that happened to the Jewish people, is if we would live a life of fun and games and forget about Hashem. We would have wasted our lives. Right? Hashem woke us up, right? In, in Bitachan and Emuna is certainly to believe. Um, Everything comes from Hashem, but it's also to believe in ourselves. And if we're, each one of us, and wherever we are, we have a role to play. And the time to cry, the time to do is now. And after 120 years, all of us should be able to look that we did something for ourselves, for our family, for Kalal Yisrael. And uh, the only real way to do that is as Vachai Libo, that we have to see the, 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 the pain, feel the pain, see the potential damages uh, and realize that everything comes from Hashem. If we do that, and we improve ourselves, and as we go back to our, to Shul into into some normalcy, some normalcy, uh, if we have permanently improved, then 
That is what Hashem wanted from all of us as individuals. We can't control the world's decisions, but we could give the world the merits that it needs. We should be all be zaycha through our amuna and bitachan and actions and tears and simcha and joy knowing that Hashem runs the world, that we as individuals, as community, and Klai Yisrael should only see Besurus Tevis and there should be no more challenges ahead for us uh, because we'll challenge ourselves. We will we will allow ourselves to see Hashem in our daily life and we won't need these wake-up calls. Right? And when we said that, that's that's really the, the point of all of Torah and all of Mitzvah is to experience that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hold here from tonight and uh, stay tuned about the, everything else. Okay, have a good night, everybody. And, Levine, yes. Is something. Yes. You know, the first heard this this idea of Noah's reaction after the flood was from Rabbi Rieti when he came here to honor the case. Of, well, and what what he he went on with the story and he said that I guess Noah to Shem so by a definite pride would you have not destroyed the world? And Hashem said no. It would not have made a difference then, but your prayers would have been merits for your children for the future. So nothing is ever lost, even if right. We so. Right. So there's two approaches. That's one. Happens, as you said, right? Nothing's ever lost. That's the same thing by the the Gemara says that by the generation of the destruction of the temple, that had they prayed, they would have had those merits as well. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. No problem. Okay. Good night, everybody. Lila Tov. Tomorrow's still to hell tomorrow. So see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you.